It's Emily here, and today I want to invite you to make sure to check out Robinhood Integrative Health. If you are a resident of the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area, and you're looking for a doctor who treats you differently, looks deeper into the issues that you're having, and seeks to hear you as a person and really help to get you better, then I can't recommend Robinhood Integrative Health, where Dr. Wiggy practices enough. Make sure that you go to their website and see how you can benefit from their services today. And did you know that they even take some insurances, which basically never happens in integrative medicine. So make sure to check them out and enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Healthy Discourse. It's Emily here, and I'm going to interview Wiggy today on an exciting new test that is available to help us know if we have already had COVID. And so that's exciting. Um, Many people are familiar with antibody testing, and we're going to talk about why that's not the same thing and how this new test may actually even be better than the antibody testing that we've been um, become familiar with over the last, what is it, 18 months now, something like that. So welcome. And tell us, Wiggy, about this new test. Sure. And I, I think it's important for us to talk about this because so many people want to know if they've had the coronavirus or not. Um, you know, early on when the antibody test was first available, uh, we were actually one of the first practices in North Carolina, if not the country, actually offering antibody tests. And, uh, and it was interesting when we started doing that because there were, there were some positive uh, antibodies uh, test, but a lot of times uh, patients that had very consistent symptoms uh, with coronavirus uh, and exposure, their tests were showing up negative. Mm-hmm. So we were probably estimating out of the antibody tests that we did, probably about 10% of the patients that we tested showed up positive on antibodies. So, um, you know, that could just be, again, that those, there was only 10% of people that were truly infected. But what we felt like is that this test, the antibody tests were actually missing a ton of people that probably did have COVID, but it just wasn't showing up uh, in the test. And so, uh, you know, eventually we actually stopped recommending doing the antibody test just because we did not feel like it was very reliable for mm-hmm. actually identifying uh, really having cases or that you had or, or not. Right. Um, so it just didn't seem to correlate with the, the symptoms mm-hmm. and the and the exposure. You know, we had patients that had basically all the symptoms, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fatigue, muscle aches, loss of uh, taste and smell, and, you know, tired for weeks and a cough, and their spouse had it, you know, mm-hmm. so we, we and, or even um, they had, again, all the symptoms. And but we did an antibody test on them, and the the testing was negative. Sure. So it just it just didn't make sense. It I didn't make sense. Have an instance of a friend who works for one of our larger medical systems, and um, was a part of a project where they were going to be doing antibody testing, and so she had tested positive for COVID and had all the symptoms, and then the doctor she was working with had had the vaccine. So they both did the antibody testing on themselves as well, and both of them were negative. Hmm. So that's interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, and I think we all probably know of those anecdotal uh, right. cases where it, it just doesn't make sense that mm-hmm. the antibody test, and that's what we we felt like just didn't, 
it just didn't add up. Mm -hmm. And so we were trying to figure out if there is a better test available. And actually, I was reading about uh, this new test uh, early on, especially when we started to question the antibody test. There's the, the testing based on T cells, mm -hmm. uh, which is what our new test is based on. It's based on T cell immunity, which is fascinating technology. Um, and uh, so I was reading about this a long time ago, but there was no commercially available test. Right. Uh, again, not up until recent. And uh, when this new test was available, we knew we had to get our hands on it right away. Sure. Well, let's let's pause there and talk about what are antibodies and what are T cells. Yeah. Because I think most of us are not super familiar on what that even means. Sure. It, it, you, not many people would expect you to, to know what T cell versus antibody response, uh, what that means. So the way I like to think about it is that the immune system is developed in basically two steps. Mm -hmm. So when we are exposed to a virus or some other pathogen, then step one is called the kind of innate immune response, kind of the first responders. And the first responders are the T cells. So they are the first ones to be notified that there's a pathogen or a virus there and they are sent out to work to basically go out and try and kill these things, kill the viruses. So they are activated right away. That's step one. And then if the, if the infection continues if it, and if it starts to, to grow, then the T cells basically go and get some help. And so step two is the humoral or the B cell response that produces the antibodies. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of those two steps. Both are very important, uh, but T cells are kind of the memory cells for the immune system. And they are, they, again, they really coordinate it uh, as well. And so you have those two steps. And so uh, the antibodies, you know, testing, that's kind of been uh, really the standard for most virus, viral or uh, vaccine immunity is that you look for, you look for antibodies because they are kind of the, the, the second step. Uh, and they do tend to, when, when they're positive, then like I said, it's a good test for identifying prior exposure. Uh, but what we're finding with bacon, based on uh, newer research is that the antibody response, especially with, for coronavirus, is that in some cases, the antibody response doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So in asymptomatic or uh, kind of mildly symptomatic patients, they may get a T cell response, but they won't get an antibody response. Uh, in also in some mild cases, maybe they do get an, an antibody response, but the antibody response doesn't linger for very long because it was such a mild case. It's in and out of their, in and out of their body right. in a couple of weeks. Uh, and even some of the more severe cases of coronavirus is that it looks like, uh, the antibodies may not last, uh, for, you know, more than a couple months. And that's where people are saying, oh, well, they don't have immunity anymore mm -hmm. because the antibody response has waned. But that's not true because if you still have T cell uh, memory, mm -hmm. then you still do have immunity to coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So let's talk, talk more specifically about what this new test measures and how it kind of goes about and, and how you feel that it might be able to be used um, for patients who feel like they had COVID or maybe they're still weighing whether or not they think the vaccine is best for them mm -hmm. um, and want to know, well, did I actually have it? That kind of thing. So the, the T cell technology is for this test is actually really fascinating because uh, it's kind of like, you know, everything with coronavirus, everything's had, it has to be new and cutting edge and, and uh, new science because a lot of this stuff hasn't been developed. 
Uh, but T-cell immunity and testing for coronavirus is, again, it's a newer technology. Uh, but what they're able to do is they're actually able to take, again, a sample of blood, and they're able to measure if you have T-cell immunity or memory to coronavirus. So they test it compared to, or to, they test the activity, mm-hmm. the activity when exposed to uh, coronavirus. So it's a very good test, too. That's the other, other kind of cool thing about the, uh, the T-cell test. Uh, the, the test that we're doing in particular is called the T-detect uh, mm-hmm. test. And so it actually is very good for detecting prior exposure to coronavirus. Uh, early exposure, so it, it shows up real early after you get it, so actually earlier than the antibody response. So mm-hmm. if you had like a, a negative uh, PCR test, it actually shows up pretty quickly uh, to see if you actually do have it. Mm-hmm. So that's a, probably one of the faster tests to determine if you have it or not. But we're also seeing, and this is based on the studies from from the company, is that the T-cell memory lasts a lot longer too. So there was a study that they did that looked at this compared to antibody testing. Mm -hmm. And this still detected 95% of prior cases compared to around 50% of cases with antibody response. Mm -hmm. And this is for for months. I think think it was five plus months uh, out that they checked it. So the memory and the longevity of the test appears to be, uh, to be appears to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, very good test uh, from again from their data. This is from the uh, from their internal data from the company. It's ninety five percent sensitive, so it's very good for detecting if you've had it, and it's ninety nine percent specific, which mm-hmm. means it's really good for identifying if you didn't have it. Right. So it's so it is a very accurate test. Gotcha. Now, how would you recommend that? patients or, or our listeners um, might use this kind of test. Mm-hmm. So I know we're living in a world where mandates for vaccines in particular are becoming a reality. Is this something I know you're, we're not speaking legally, we're just discussing right now that could potentially be used to show I have T cells, I'm still, my body can fight off coronavirus. Do you feel like from what we know, so backing up, I guess, from what we know, about T-cell immunity, do you feel pretty confident that should somebody have positive T-cell immunity that their body is either, that they're unlikely to have at least a um, a very serious case of maybe another COVID variant that might come down the line as long as that test is positive? Well, that's a tricky question to answer because again, everything is so so new at this point. What I'll say is that we know that with really any uh, immunity to a natural uh, infection provides very robust immunity in general. Mm -hmm. So having T-cell immunity or antibody immunity does tend to provide really good immune response to another exposure. Mm -hmm. uh, We do see that. Uh, We're also seeing, based on other data from other countries, that uh, if someone did get a coronavirus uh, infection, in the past, mm-hmm. and this is not even based on testing. They just had a, or they had a positive test before, and so they knew they they had it, and mm-hmm. then they get it again, which mm-hmm. which is like a show, showing of a sign of another variant. Their cases are typically milder. Mm-hmm. They're typically less severe, and they're more they're they're milder and much less likely to result in hospitalization. Mm-hmm. So that's that's based on some data from again other countries, especially Israel is a good example. So, so we do know that, again, it, natural immunity appears to be more robust than really any other form of immunity, and that's really what the, what the data tells us. So I would say that, again, if doing the test, 
is very helpful again for identifying if you have been exposed and if you are still immune at that time. Mm -hmm. Because if you have T cell immunity, your body is primed and it's ready to fight. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's ready to, to attack any other virus that comes that, that has that same sort of footprint or thumbprint as coronavirus does. Gotcha. So it is very good for kind of knocking it out. And like I so said, what we're seeing is that natural immunity appears to be very effective for keeping or for making other cases less severe. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know there's a lot of research on this. So uh, am I correct that what you're saying is that they were able, the people that had COVID were showing T cell immunity five months or more after? Based on this testing, yes. Based on, right, except, right, based <clears throat> yep. on the test. Okay. Yeah, based, based on, again, the, the company's research is that they detect T cells very early on in the course, but it appears to give us very long memory, mm -hmm. too. Uh, again, it, <clears throat> we're seeing at least five months out. Mm -hmm. So I, I think they probably only have the test that long. So that's, that's probably right, why they've right. only been able to test it for five months. But we do know, again, looking at other viruses in the past, if we have T-cell immunity, T-cell immunity can last years or, or decades. Mm -hmm. you, can have, you can have it for pretty much your entire life. You can also have antibodies for your entire life. I mean, right. pretty much you can have it for decades. But that does not appear to be consistent with what we're seeing with coronavirus. The antibody, the antibody response appears to wane mm -hmm. pretty quickly with coronavirus. But we're not seeing that same waning with the T-cell memory. Right. So I'm curious if this <clears throat> might be helpful because I know right now, if I'm correct, if someone has a positive COVID test, then right now the general rule of thumb is that they, you have about three months of immunity. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, and, and I don't even know what that's based on or if it's just it's a... It's based on the antibody test. Okay. That's what that's what it's based on. That's what I was hoping. So my what we could we can hope is that the T-cell testing becomes more widely available and maybe we can get a better picture of a lengthier period of time hopefully that people are showing t-cell response <clears throat> so that we can increase that that time yeah so again this is and we need more we need more uh personal testing in the office for us to be able to make broader claims mm -hmm. at this point. Uh, we are seeing that from the patients we've tested up to this point, that it is a more accurate test. Mm -hmm. So we have had patients that have had negative antibody tests mm -hmm. show up positive. Right. And so it does appear to be, again, a much more reliable, uh, reliable test. We haven't had enough patients come through uh, to confirm those that 95%. Right. You know, we also haven't tested people further out, you know, a year out from symptoms. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't tested those patients. So we, we don't, this is, again, this is brand new uh, for us too. Right. Just like the antibody test was brand new when we first offer it, you know, we're, we're offering it and we had high hopes that it was going to be a very reliable test, mm -hmm. um, but it just wasn't. Right. You know, so this T-cell test may not be uh, everything that is cracked up to be. But according to the, the company, again, 95% sensitive is a very good test, right. especially looking at five plus months out mm -hmm. and much better than the antibody data. Right. So if so, right now, this test is not covered by insurance. Um, and I mean, I think it's fine to say, what is the cost of this test if a patient was, was to come into your office for it? Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, because it's a brand new test, mm -hmm. is that insurance hasn't validated it yet to, to cover it, which makes no sense there's there's really not much to validate just say yes it's a <laughs> right let's cover it just like we're covering the antibody test uh but until they do uh the, at this point it's just it is out of pocket so it is 175 dollars 
uh, to do the test. And how would you, who would you recommend to get this test and how could it mm. be useful for a potential, a potential patient? Excuse me. Well, I mean, depends on which role I'm looking at it. If I'm looking at it from a public health perspective, I think everybody should do the test mm -hmm. because that would really give us a better idea of what our herd immunity is right, right now. Again, if, if this test is that reliable and we start testing everybody and we find out that so many more of us have been exposed mm -hmm. to the virus and didn't even know it, mm -hmm. but we do have immunity to it, that will really change the narrative right? because it's very possible that a big percentage of us have immunity to coronavirus and we weren't even aware. Mm -hmm. So I actually think testing everybody uh, would be would be ideal. Uh, now, if we can, that's probably not realistic, but but I think that would be that would be nice. Um, so if we're trying to be more specific, I would say that again, anyone with any sort of any sort of symptoms over the past uh, eighteen months, or mm -hmm. you know, probably even closer to twenty some months now, right. uh, with any symptoms that were could possibly be COVID, I think you should be tested mm -hmm. because, like I said, I think that it, I think that probably more of us have probably had it than than we realize. Right. And so, if you have if you have a positive T cell test, then you are you've had it mm -hmm. and you are immune. Mm -hmm. You know that's that's really what is what is telling us. It doesn't mean you can't get sick again. Right. But that's not what immunity means. But it means that your immune system can recognize it. Mm -hmm. That's what it. That's what it tells us. And that, and then usually we know that should another variant come, typically people experience lesser symptoms. Typically. So would you say that this would for someone that is, and I know we know people like this personally that are a little bit on the fence about vaccination. Um, would you say that this would be, if they think that maybe they've had it, that this would be a good help? Because, I mean. Everything that we know points that natural immunity is a better um, immunity at what we know versus vaccine immunity because we're seeing breakthrough cases, right? And there seem to be many more of those happening than people who previously have had COVID. Mm. And um, so it, it does seem with what we know right now, and correct me if I'm wrong, that natural immunity seems to be last longer and be a little bit more powerful in preventing mm -hmm. further cases down the road. And so it would be really great for people that think that they've already had it. If you have this T cell immunity, then perhaps even if you're still a little afraid of things that you may not need the vaccine or it might be a little bit like, Oh, I, I was okay. I got, I was mm -hmm. sick, but I was okay. And so maybe right. this isn't quite as bad as I thought it might be. I think, you know, really anybody that's going to, going to, or consider doing the vaccine, I think doing the test beforehand makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah, you know, the T cell immunity is a, is a robust immunity. Mm -hmm. T cells, they fight the entire virus. Mm -hmm. So they're not just fighting little pieces of the virus like antibodies do. Right. You know, they're fighting, they have, they have, they mounted in response to the entire virus. And, and yes, again, this is, is somewhat frustrating is that there there's really a narrative out there that natural immunity is not very good mm -hmm. that natural immunity wanes over time and that is based on the antibody antibody data so mm -hmm. i think if we're going to go just off of that then that like i said i can see where they're coming to that conclusion mm -hmm. but we also knew a long time ago that t-cell immunity probably gave us a better 
picture. Right. And that's why I was getting researching this a long time ago and I was like, I couldn't wait for a test to be available. I remember. And so <laughs> so when this was again when this is available and the data is available and we're looking at you know, we have plenty of plenty of research now on looking at natural immunity again, getting it getting it and then getting another uh, getting another case of it. Who does better? Mm-hmm. The people that do better and have less severe outcomes right now are the people that have gotten sick before mm-hmm. that have had natural immunity. That's that's well established. I don't think you can ever I don't I don't think there's any data to suggest that is that it's the other way around. Right. But unfortunately, what is being pushed by, you know, I'll say powers of be is they're pushing vaccines for everybody, mm-hmm. even if you've had it. Right. Um, which it, that doesn't actually fall in line with science. That that is that is, I think, I think that's that's an error uh, yeah. to be recommending that, because if if this is true, where natural immunity is exists based on on T cell immunity, then getting the vaccine really only confers risks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really provide you any additional benefit. Right. And so I, I think again, most people should probably do this test. Well, again, and I, I do preface it by saying if this test is as good as it as we think it is. Right. We don't, we don't know yet. And so I, I will say that we just haven't done enough testing to say for sure. But if it is as good as it, as the data suggests, then I, I think that I, I would say everybody should do the test, especially once insurance starts covering it. Mm-hmm. When insurance starts covering it, we should be doing, you know, mass testing mm-hmm. uh, just to see who is, who is immune and who's not. And that can really help, you know, decide who would benefit from a vaccine or not? Because if you don't have T cell immunity and you don't have an antibody response, then you're still susceptible. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to the whole discussion of risk versus benefits for the vaccines, and that's a discussion itself. Well, yeah, you can go listen to our first right. podcast. <laughs> right, but uh, but if you have T cell immunity, and it really changes the discussion, especially again, is it is it even necessary at the time? Mm-hmm. And so I think that it, it gives you a lot more you know information, and I think information in this case is very powerful. Absolutely. I agree fully. Well, thank you so much. So um, if you are a patient, is it available? Yeah, so it's okay. available now. Yep. Okay, I thought so. But so if you're a patient at Robin Hood Integrative Health, then you have this test available to you. If you don't and you live far away, I guess ask your doctor, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if enough people ask about it, they mm-hmm. may be willing to set up an account with this company mm-hmm. and uh, bring it in-house. Unfortunately, most most. Uh, Places are, they're slow. Mm-hmm. You know, they take they take a long time to get these tests uh, up and running. Right. Versus a private practice, we can get it up and running, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, ask your doctor about it. Plus, it gives them a chance to educate themselves mm-hmm. about the T cell test and how I said it looks looks to be a really really cool test. So yeah, ask about it. Uh, if you want to become a patient, you can. Uh, we do have <laughs> some spots available. Right. We're becoming very very busy again, which is which is good, but. Um, we're, we're here to help as many people as we can. And I will link um, to the practice in the show notes, as always. And if you're interested in becoming a new patient, thank you so much for listening. If you have questions that we can answer, you can always send us a voicemail, a voice message on here, which is really fun when we get those. If you've got ideas about episodes or questions you'd like for us to answer, we will do our best. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.